Welcome, friends, to Tanked Up, the podcast about video games, craft beer, and dancing when there's no music playing. It's episode 254. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with... Mixed up a little bit. Addo. Oh, my God, it's me. Not orangey. No, that's true. And Lucy. Also not orangey. Because he's dead, (laughs) isn't he? Or is that... No, Nate Dogg's no, dead. No, Nate Dogg's Nate dead. dead, yeah. Warren G may still be kicking, so... I, I haven't heard anything. <laughs> He's probably, you know, doing his stuff. He's probably like a producer now and earning all that money. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Probably producing mumble rap. That rubbish. <laughs> We're not a podcast about mumble rap, Warren G, Nate Dog, or even music in, in any way whatsoever. Uh, we're a podcast about drinking beers, talking video games. The three of us generally get together every week and crack a few beers open whilst we talk about the games we've played, the weekend games, any news or whatever we'd like to talk about around video games. So, we're going to kick straight into opening up some beers, as we do every week. Lucy, I'll come yeah. to you first. You've had a few weeks off. I did. What are you up to tonight? What's going down? I have two tonight, so <gasps> uh, I'll probably wake up with Amazing. a headache tomorrow morning. Oh, no. Um, it'll be worth it. <laughs> Depends what they are. And um, you two don't know what I'm drinking today, so this is live oh, reactions. No. There was a special oh, beer. Oh, there's a special beer. It's the one that you love. Yeah. You got the juicy Lucy! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah! Amazing. <laughs> I didn't. I forgot all about that one. I'm sad that I didn't call it. Uh-huh. Uh Yeah, I didn't want you lot to, to guess too much because you probably would have guessed it somewhere. Um, <laughs> yes, this is from Play Bruco, which I've never had a beer from them before. Um, this one. Is a blackcurrant, blueberry, and strawberry triple fruited sour. Mm. It's six percent. Um, where playbook from? Let's have a look. Middlesbrough. Oh, okay. Mm. Up north. Mm. A little bit up north, yeah. 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 I have seen them um, in the last few weeks drop in a few different places. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing them a bit more on the socials and in sort of like mm. beer groups and people drinking them, and I think maybe five or six different beers, perhaps, um, that have appeared. So, yeah. yeah. Interestingly, this has got um, lactose in it, milk, vanilla, blueberry, blackcurrant, strawberry, oats, hops, and yeast. In a sour. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, because usually hear that in like the milkshake IPAs when you have like a lot mm-hmm. of fruit and you know the throw the oats in and um, the uh, the lactose. This is a mm. special release because you know okay. Juicy Lucy is special. Mm, that she um, is. 
There's some flavour text. It says, A perfect dry mild sour loaded with 350 kilograms of fruit, yet still lovely and light. The strawberry on the nose and the Madagascar uh, vanilla help balance out the tartness of the black currants, yet this beer has punnets of flavour that will blow you away. Uh, this one's young, refreshing beer in the style of a Berliner Weiss with a higher ABV. Nice. So yeah, six percent. So yeah, higher than your your fours that you yeah. you know probably expect from a Weiss. So mm-hmm. yeah, this nice. could be interesting. So good, good. Uh, Adol, we'll go with you next. What are you drinking first? Uh, I'm drinking this beer. It's a wiper and true. Oh. Um, it's a wiper and true and a daya. Oh, nice. Uh, it is this one. The one with a little ant on the front, or is it not? Well, so it has no. The this whole collab series has no um Mm. picture really, except for this, the daya. I was gonna say dragon alligator. Uh, so it's Wiper and True Collaboration <laughs> Series 18. It is Plan D, a mixed fermentation India Pale Ale. IBUs are 18, 6.5% in a 440ml can. Hops are Citra, Simcoe, Motueka. The yeast is Dea House Yeast. Escarpment Labs, Bretomyces D. The malts are Extra Pale and Munich, bracket Barley. So, it's a Wiper and True Bristle collaboration with Dea, brewed in collaboration with our friends at Dea. This beer forms one half of a duo, a two-part study of the interactions between Dea's house yeast and approach to hopping combined with our own mixed fermentation techniques. This version uses a strain known colloquially as Brett D, selected by our brewers for its reputation of introducing a fruity cocktail of fine apple and red apple aromas. Over time, as the beer ages, if you manage to save it, expect to see additional complexity emerge, introducing an assertive kick of that characteristic Brett Funk. Um, best before 1106.21. It's batch one. I've managed to save it for, I think, four days. Okay. Because <laughs> um, I saw... I, I, this was actually in the corner shop down the street... Um, which uh, is one of the things I want to talk about, um, just the availability of, of craft beer and how it's not just these supermarket series ones, but I'm just seeing more and more smaller stores um, mm-hmm. carrying craft beer, especially here. I mean, this is a very Bristolian thing, um, but like I'm just seeing craft beer casually on shelves in places I wouldn't expect it, um, let alone like limited edition collabs. I mean... Wiper and True are a local brewery, so I get it. But mm-hmm. it was still just like, right, the down the street you get your four packs of Stella, uh, et cetera, et cetera, and you get you know a range of Arbors uh, and the odd Wiper and True, one you know the usual standards. And then it was like also this, and I was like, oh, I didn't even have to seek this out after seeing it, you know, on Instagram or whatever. Great. Now I'm gonna have to find part one. Um, <laughs> but meanwhile, mm, while I pour this. Ben? Well, uh, uh, talking about um, various uh, elements there, the beer I've got tonight, both beers, are from a new shop for me. Um, a place which is a newsagent's, but it's called News and Booze, right? And you, you go in, there's a lot of booze. There's a lot of booze in there, a lot of specialty kind of booze. 
as well, you know, top shelf sort of like champagne bottles and stuff. Mm. I'd never been in there before, and my neighbour put me onto it and said, they've got a reasonable amount of craft beer in there. I'm like, cool, I'll go and have a look. It's five minutes down the road. I've, I had to go down that way anyway, so I dropped in. And the first beer I'm going to drink is one of those kind of of-the-moment beers um, called, from Neon Raptor, You Have No Authority Here, Ooh. which, just branding-wise, is based on the Hansforth Parish Council meeting which went viral um, when everyone just screamed at a woman called Jackie um, because she was there to be an authoritative figure and do stuff and they all just screamed at her because (laughs) old men on the council are children Uh, Mm. so there we go and it's also got the cat from the guy in America who couldn't take off the filter and said I'm not a cat Right, just like I mean, you're yes, you're right. You're not a cat, uh, but yeah, from Neon Raptor, it's a double <laughs> dry hopped pale at five point eight percent. There is a little bit of flavour text. Uh, Lay your hand forths on our latest tropical and tropical New England IPA. Oh no, tropical and topical New England Aha. IPA. You have no authority here. Amarillo, Citra, Enigma, and Eldorado hops zoom together with loads of authority. Perfect for angry parishioners everywhere. <laughs> um, and then just the standard ingredients and allergens on the back. So yeah, uh, a, a random find in this new little newsagents that has a very good range of Bristol beers, but also a load from, um, some from Neon Raptor, a load from Dea, um, some from... Um, uh, Pomona Island as well. Like a load of really random places um, that they've they've managed to curate their selection from, and I had to queue to go in as mm. well because it's not very big. It's quite a small sort of shop, but of the four people queuing, three of us were there to grab beers. So it's obviously known in the area for, for craft beers. So not jealous at all. Yeah. No, me neither. It's just rain from the sky in Bristol. <laughs> just lining the streets. They do. Oh. Uh, Lucy, we'll come back to you. How is the juicy Lucy? Can definitely smell a lot of that fruit, a lot of those red berries. Mm. It's very fragrant. As you'd expect, the amount of fruit that they packed in there. Yeah, it smells really good. It looks like it's got this... Like, it's not quite fully red. It's got a little kind of uh, brownie-orangey sort of mm. uh, hint in there as well. At least on the camera. Yeah. Uh, thick, as, thick as you like. Um, completely mm. opaque. Sorry. I'm, I had a sip and I was like... Ooh. And then I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I mean... It's better than me. I usually don't even have a thing to say, let alone one to forget. <laughs> that is really nice. I think those oats and the lactose really bring it full circle. It's not It's not too tart. It's actually quite sweet. So if you're averse to sours, mm. this certainly wouldn't put you off. Okay. That's... Yeah, I really like how the the oats and the the lactose just round off that flavour. It's like it, it it's very punchy with that fruit. It, 
and then it, it sort of paired back by that lactose and, and oats but on the finish you are getting like this bitter this bitter fruitiness I'm not going to say grapefruit mm. <laughs> it's like you know, <laughs> you've had a slightly sour slightly bitter uh, black currant or or something or a strawberry it's like okay this isn't the, the the sweetest this isn't the ripest but you know just slightly sour but that's really nice it's like it's got a nice Brilliant. thickness nice density to it which you wouldn't expect from a sour especially a bullet of ice but mm. it's like uh, this is what i'd like milkshake ipas to taste like but they're usually <laughs> a bit too a bit too sweet a bit too yeah. right. um yeah, a bit too. They don't taste authentic. Almost, they almost take a, taste a bit like. They taste like what tiny rebels beers taste to me um, these days. Yeah, that uh, that sort of fake estery. Um, yeah, it, imitation milkshake or like imitation fruit, mm. imitation mm-hmm. milk. Yeah, like something. That it's very easy for these milkshake something IPAs to. Yeah. yeah, just not quite <laughs> do what they're trying to do. Yeah. Whereas this, I mean, you're not going to get that beery taste from it. It's not like, okay, I want a beer. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit down and you know drink this juicy Lucy. It's sort of like, was it last year? Not last year. Last week, a deal that you had, you had a beer and he said it doesn't really taste like a beer. It was that. It was that weird one. It wasn't. There. Oh, it was two um, weeks ago. The one that two looked weeks like, ago. well, the Corfu Food Advisor. Yeah. Wow. I think? <laughs> the notepad works. Was it that one? It, it was no. one where you said, like, it was one of his. <sighs> had tzatziki in it. I did no, that one. Tzatziki in it, but that yeah. was like one of the adjuncts, wasn't it? For no, me. that one I thought I liked because it still sam- somehow managed to be beery. Yeah. Um, anyway. Anyway, um, yeah, some previous was, week. Yeah. I know which one. I know you're, to mm. which what you are referring. There was also so last week there was a Pomona Island. The answer is within the question or something as well. Hmm. I don't remember that one. It I, could have been three weeks ago. No, I maybe, think it was so. a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was one ago? that was like very non-beery. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, I, I remember the sentiment. <clears throat> but this is just a very good drink. It, it tastes good. Like as I say, that that it just rounds out that flavour profile with the oats and uh, the lactose. It gives like almost a bigger depth to it and I just think the amount of fruit that they must have packed in there because I'm still getting that like fruity taste um, mm. aftertaste. It, it, it shows so you know there's no they didn't use any puree. It looks like they just used you know full on fruit and it, yeah. and it, and it pays dividends because yeah really nice. getting that. Mm. The Juicy Lucy didn't disappoint. That's Good. a really nice beer. Good. Excellent. As always, Lucy. Nice beer? Juicy. I don't know. But it's Juicy nice Lucy drink. never disappoints. That's true. Yeah, it's unsurprising that way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Ado, how's the, how's the collab? Um, it looks like a classic Wiper and True beer. Uh, it's got that um, honey, slightly yellower than honey golden. look, but very yeah. hazy. Um, on the pour, I immediately got what they were saying with the Brett D I was getting pineapple off just from here, like, you know, over a foot away. And then as soon as I started to notice it, I was getting fresh, um, apples kind of like, like if you just picked up, pick the apple off a tree and bit it, that like rush of, 
of, of smell you get off of, you know, when suddenly mm. the flesh of the apple is exposed. That's sort of what you're getting there with this sort of pineapple tropical undertone. It's a really, mm-hmm. really, really nice smelling beer. But also because it's Wiper and True and Dea, like it's it's not like in your face, these notes. It's just very casually, this is what you can smell. Um, ooh. 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 Ah, so that, that Brett's doing some work underneath as well. Mm. A little bit of tartness, getting some of that same those same notes throughout. So smooth, smooth, smooth beer. Oh, hmm. That looks like a very good beer. Just it, the look of it. It, yeah. I mean, you can see the sips I've had. It's just got like. That tiny bit of head is just clinging to glass. Um, oh, this is such a well put together beer. <laughs> it's an IPA. It's lightly tropical, but mostly just it's an IPA with um, a really nice bittering backbone. Um, so, so you get that nice slightly tropical IPA start. And then it retreats a bit, and you get some bitterness. It's wet. How many percent is it? 6.5? It's wet. It doesn't feel like it's drying my mouth out. And that bitterness, it, it leaves. And then there's a slight, again, slightly appley sweetness afterwards, which is mm. really good because that bitterness is there, and it's there being like, I am an IPA, I am, I'm, I, I'm a beer, but it's not overstaying its welcome such that I'm wanting to like replace that bitterness because it's like, oh, my mouth is too bitter. Um, instead, it, it yields a bit, and you get this this appleiness sort of taking over. Um, God, it's just a good, it's just a good fucking beer. Um, <laughs> mm. There's something else there. I'm kind of just distracted because I'm just enjoying the shit out of it. Uh, That's good. Yeah, uh, 6.5%. Yeah, so you can definitely tell the hops are there. Oh, that's there. Sorry, I was like, there was a thing I was thinking about when I looked at it. The malts are also, I think, what's helping that transition of those tastes from the bitter to that sort of sweet. Just got a little bit. They're really in the back seat, but I think they're... um, doing some work just stitching those those um different tastes together um well yeah i'm quite surprised at the sweetness that's slightly apple at times and slightly just generically sweet that it's starting to come out as my palate gets used to everything else mm. um i basically want to take that small size or medium size sip for the rest of the beer because it's hitting every part of my mouth. It's doing these things. It, it takes a while for that to recede. And I'm like, ah, that was very enjoyable. I would like to do that again. Um, yeah, it's like a medium size, please, because bigger sips would kind of be a waste. Uh, mm. Smaller sips won't hit every point. I really like how, because it's 6.5%, it does kind of, when you, you know, take a lo- like a medium sized sip, swish it around your mouth it does cling just a little more to the various parts of your mouth so you can get the different tastes coming through everywhere um and yeah i i i i will stick by that that um slightly not 
tart bitterness that just like uh, that bitterness is um, lingers. It's not strong, but it's there the whole time, and it's really good. Um, yeah, it's just really good. Nice. Good. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Neon Raptor, then. Yeah, it's got a lovely nose. It's big. It is tropical. Hard to tell. There's a few things in there. There's a lot of... Um, hops in this so it was there oats there was oats you i mean you just get that off the nose as well just that slight creaminess to it on the nose even um i'll sip some and then i can oh oh that's nice it's maybe a tad orangier than um than adults hmm. um no head I was going to say, it, it looks like it could be not carbonated from here. Mm. It is quite flat. Uh, there's not much carbonation in there. But I'm getting I'm getting orange. I'm getting a little bit of passion fruit. I'm getting a little bit of mango in there as well. It's very, very easy. So you're kind of presented with these, with these flavors. They're all kind of going on at the same time. All of these tropical fruits are kind of in there, almost vying for attention. Um, but they kind of culminate after several seconds, maybe even about 10 seconds, into sort of a unified flavor. So whilst your brain is processing all of these different flavors going on, suddenly it clicks and goes, okay, this is like a... It's got a good, solid flavor to it. And there's lots of stuff going on, but the combination of those is very, very nice. And it, whilst it doesn't have any carbonation to it, it is very smooth. It does have a little bit of creaminess to it. Uh, it's only 5.8%, so it's quite, uh, it, it's quite light, but you don't get that from the, uh, from the body of it. It doesn't come across as, as thin at all. Uh, the oats are doing probably most of the heavy lifting in that sort of uh, regard, unless there's other malts in there because it doesn't specify what there are. You know, adding mm. extra into that as well. Um, it's definitely brewed to push those those hops and the flavour combination of those. It does get a little bit not quite not quite sour. But it has this um, not quite acridic sort of sweetness to it. But there's just something, there's a slightly off sweetness in there. And I think it's just the combination of those uh, tropical fruits coming together to, to, to give you that. But it's very, very light and it's not present much at all. I just sort of pick it out and only really when all of those flavours come together as well it, it I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's maybe um, you know that's obviously everyone picks things up slightly differently but someone was able to pick out um, you know maybe a softer sort of stone fruit in there as well something maybe a bit more kind of peachy perhaps as well there's, there's, a, there's a slight softness that, that creeps in towards the end when all of these flavors uh, combine as well so it's it's nice a little dry Flavor doesn't stick around for a huge amount of time. 
Um, again, that's fine for a 5.8, something a little bit lighter for a pale, um, to, to go back to it quite quickly, to refresh and get a bit more of that flavour and enjoy all of those fighting each other to then just suddenly come together to make something very, very nice. I think we've got three mm. hitters. Yeah, three, nice. Three good ones. Mm. Mm. I did have, <laughs> what did I have? I had another beer from Neon Raptor a couple of weeks ago. And that was, again, very nice, very easy drinking. Nothing kind of hugely out there um, or um, you know notable enough for me to yeah. tell you guys about, I suppose. But it was just a very easy, very nice drinking beer. Um, yeah, like, yeah. they're always, like, really highly rated Neon Raptor, and it's mm. like, I, I don't know if I found that beer from them, where it's mm -hmm. like, you know, just really knocked my socks off. Um, I think a lot of the times they're their stouts. Hmm. What was that, sorry, Ben? I, I didn't quite catch what you said. Uh, I think it's, uh, they're, they're quite highly rated for their stouts, but I've never mm. had a stout from them. Um, that, that's stuff like yeah. Centaur Army and stuff like that. You know, there's there's a few names that kind of come to mind that are stouts mm -hmm. from these guys. Um, yeah, I, I I always associate them with like IPA, so maybe that's mm. why. Because um, I'm sure I've had a stout from them. I, I couldn't tell you the name, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it, it's one of those where it's like maybe I should seek them out more and educate mm. myself more. It's like it's like burnt mill for me as well, like. Yeah, really mm. highly rated, but I'm just like solid beer, nothing too crazy, nothing that I remember. So, mm. right. So yeah, that's fair. I'm sure every brewery has one of those beers where it's like, this is one of the best stouts or absolutely, um, you know, Neepers or mm. West Coast IPAs, whatever, whatever. Um, so. And it's yeah, always different for everyone, isn't it? Like, there's a couple of burnt mill that I've had, which are mm -hmm. fantastic, which are, which I rate really, really highly. There's a, there was a burnt mill last year, which was one of my favourite beers of last year. Mm. And, and it just, you've got to catch that beer. Um, you know, if, if you don't get one of those in the limited run that they do, and you just kind of got to wait until they brew it again, or yeah. they may never yeah. brew it again, and, and you just missed that moment from them. Um, and then everything else is is good. You're like, yeah, solid brewery, cool. Yeah. But yeah, I, um, and again, of, everyone's um, tastes are different, aren't they? So, yeah. what I think is fantastic, you guys might sit there and go, yeah, it's sure. good, cool. Sure. Yeah, you're a fucking but, idiot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I do have an appreciation for is um, the New Bristol. Uh, is it New Bristol Brewery? Is that what they're mm -hmm. called? I always want to say New Bristol Beer Factory. <laughs> the new because Bristol there's brewery. new Bristol Brewery and <laughs> yeah. Bristol Beer. I do that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, you know, the That's the one with two B's <laughs> in the acronym. Ah, oh, fuck, which one? Yeah. Oh, they Too they should really Bristol. do an NBBF collab. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Sorry, you were you were uh, saying I, about I had, them though? I had the uh, Cinder Stout on. Um, ah, yes. On the weekend, and yeah, I. I I, I very much enjoyed it. Couldn't tell it was ten percent. Um, right. It very much smelled like a crunchy bar, but um, I think the taste was, you know, thankfully a bit pared back from that because it's like if that was just a crunchy bar, it'd probably be way too sweet. But yeah, very, very malty, very biscuity. It was really nice. Um, and I had uh, a, a a dipper from them as well. Hmm. 
Uh, 8.5%. Gosh, what was its name? I'd have to look. But um, yeah, really enjoyed that one too. Nice. So, Good. Um, I'll be seeking them out. Perfect. Is it this one? Does it say time on it? Twice upon a time. Yes, it's that one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I had. <laughs> I'm saving that one for next week. I, I swapped it out. Good, um, yeah, but yeah. Um, I, look, I look forward to um, hearing what you think. I don't want to put... You don't uh, want to color my, my thoughts um, in your mind. Yeah. yeah. But it was really, really piney. And I was like, it's just very piney, very bitter, and I really like that. So, Excellent. Yeah. Um, the one thing I want to add to my beer, uh, mm-hmm. I just... I thought I said it, and I realized I didn't. Um, stone fruit, um, okay. and that's actually the 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 stone fruit peachiness is is the missing flavor. I was saying I was like, oh yeah, it's just really good. It's not too tropical. It's the stone fruit sort of at the core. Hey, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, that's that's have, doing I a lot of the work. Cores. I mean, yeah, the the stone, stone is the core. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like. Is that a core, or is it just the stone? <laughs> it's at the core. It might not be a core. Okay. Interesting. Because, like, an apple core is essentially, like, a pocket of air, Just the really. seeds in it, yeah. 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 But, um, anyway. I will have to Google this, because I know I'm really interested. <laughs> Do peaches um, have cores? <laughs> that's a, that's the, the takeaway from this evening. Anyway, yeah. Don't so, worry about so playing the, the other games thing. we're going to talk about. Just, just Google <laughs> fruit cores. Yep. Welcome to Core Talk. Uh, <laughs> the anatomy of a peach. <laughs> oh, that could um, go. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> mm. Very true. Because humans have peaches and cores. Something, something, core Let's strength. talk about something, something some video <laughs> games. Let's talk about video games. Um, I started last week, so I'm going to defer and and, and chat later because I haven't got a game. I sort of have, but I've got more of a, a kind of discussion around something. So, uh, who would like to kick off? Lucy, have you been have you been busy playing games? Yeah. Adol, have you been busy playing games? Who's been busy playing games? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick off. I don't mind. Um, cool. I play quite a few games. Um, okay. Nice. Uh, just finishing things up mostly. Finished. Mm. Curse of the Monkey Island after yeah. I think Metropolis like broke a bit of my soul and it oh, no. broke the internet and everything it just just broke <laughs> everything um, so yeah Curse of the Monkey Island my game still really holds up from mm. 1997 oh, it's and so I think good. it's the best out of them like just because it's like mean- I think I think it benefits from the technology at the time yeah. like extra colors animation voice acting I just think. Even yeah. though it didn't have the the original writers on it, it's still I still think it's like true to what those games were. Mm. It probably is my favourite out of all of them. But um yeah, really enjoyed that. Um what else? I finished Sinker Two finally. Oh. Um, nice. I was in, I was just having a weekend off lying in bed and I was like I just feel like playing something whilst listening to a podcast and something. Oh, what were you listening to? Really good. Oh, I can't remember. <laughs> it might have been play, watch, or listen, or something like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Alana Pierce's uh, podcast. So I kind of stopped um, listening to that one. I stopped too. Yeah, and so I, I just binged like three or four of them in the last nice. on one day. I was like, oddly I enough, catch up. I did exactly the same last week. <laughs> you binged. I, I, play, watch, yeah, listen. I just I just binged the last three episodes 
Uh, I think like on Thursday of last week, like, yeah. like the start of the year. So mm. I was just like, oh, I'll I'll just scrap the older ones. And just like, let me just listen to. You know how freeing is that when you're like, "Fuck it, I'll just like I'll just Marcus read everything past before this and just be like, Meh, a couple yeah. episodes behind, or even Absolutely. just current one." It's it I really think is, you know. yeah, I think it's a healthier approach to podcasts. Uh, mm. I am and still not. Well, let's not obviously go too not our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting for that setup. Yeah. You listened to every yeah. single one. And if you haven't, if you're fucking new, go back to episode one where we talk about a game that doesn't matter and we were real clunky about it. And I wasn't even there and Lucy wasn't even there. You better fucking listen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is. Um, because I've just let so many things just, you know, slip by the wayside because I'm, I'm working a bit more. So it's just like, mm. yeah, I don't have time to listen to this. It's like, Especially in COVID time, where it's like, or if it's even like before COVID time, it's like this was 6,000 million years ago. They're talking, they're in an office recording this. Yeah. This doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, Their troubles about commuting or something it doesn't really <laughs> matter anymore. It's like, <laughs> if that was, <laughs> you know, oh, and- it's just like the world's moved on. The flip uh, side for that is, I almost always started my podcast listening for the day via commuting i have like walking 20 mm-hmm. minutes to a coffee shop or the university back when i worked there um and yeah if it was a good episode i would burn the next you know 45 minutes to an hour after the commute mm-hmm. continuing to listen pretending to work yeah. um, and mm-hmm. then do the same thing on the way home right but without the commute it's like my brain just doesn't like whatever i used to listen to multiple podcasts a day um yeah. at the height of things and for whatever reason just like getting up and puttering about and be like oh what should i do it's just that little bit of my brain that's like podcast hey 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 Dale, podcast yeah. podcast is <laughs> dead it's just fucking dead like lockdown just oh, yeah. suppressed all those urges now it's like oh right i enjoy so i listen to basically we hate movies a bad movie podcast that's my regular podcast. Oh, and all the things we offer here on outoflives.net. <laughs> I don't. I edit one of them. I, I, I'm on the other one. I'm, even when I'm not on, I, I don't listen. I, I, I'm pretty bad about that. Yeah, same. But, it's, yeah. but it's, yeah, it's just it's just weird how... I, I usually go through like spots where it's like, Okay, now I'm into this podcast, and I'll listen to this uh, exclusively, or and like just go through the my... the backlog, yeah. hmm. or, or not even go through the backlog. It's like I'm going to tune into this every week for the next sort of three or four months, and something else falls by the wayside. I think the only consistent ones I really listen to is like the Giant Bomb ones. Other than that, yeah, if I had just old men screaming about video games and how they <laughs> suck, um, and that's very. Uh, true to me but um yes. i mean that's yeah, why you hang out with us fuckers like, right they rotate yeah <laughs> they just rotate it's like it's weird um yeah weird anyway uh yeah sinker 2 all right yeah. podcast game very nice. good puzzle game nice. um, i will just that. just quickly say if you do want to support uh, <laughs> uh podcasts any 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 show that you don't get a chance to just just downloading their episodes weekly having it on your subscribe list helps but also 
I've um, a couple of the smaller podcasts that I do listen to, which I haven't mm-hmm. had time to listen to their episodes. I've got onto their YouTube and I've hit Q mm. and then just played the Q and just had my headphones out because I'm too busy working, but just to give them a bit of support in some sort of True. way and bump yeah. those bump the stats up for them a little bit I suppose you know things like play watch listen and bigger podcasts I'm not gonna you know my one little view or, or, mm-hmm. or listen doesn't matter too much but if there are smaller podcasts it's definitely good to just chuck them that that extra yeah. little view even if you aren't able to view it as such so especially yeah. when they're conveniently on Spotify hmm true Minmax, I'll throw that on the, there. That's ex, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. gaming from and folks. I really enjoy that. But um, yes, good point, Ben. Um, yeah, I, I mine just download automatically, and then I run out of space yeah. on my phone, and it's like, oh, Overcast <laughs> is taking up thirteen gigs, and it's like, oh yeah, that's because I downloaded them all. Don't <laughs> delete them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so I don't. I mean, now it's. Even before I, I, mean, I have like five gigs of data or two gigs of data, multiple gigs of data, uh, and I used I used to just be so used to like in Canada, data is so expensive, so so much of my right. life was like download thing go, and I realized my habits were just not using the amount of bandwidth that was allowed, and mm-hmm. uh, and so like since maybe 2017, 2018. I don't download podcasts or anything unless I know I'm like going on a plane, and I just stream mm. them because I'm usually, especially when I was like at the university, right? It's like Wi-Fi bubble at home, yeah. walk for twenty minutes, Wi-Fi bubble at university. A so Wi-Fi bubble at the pub. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of pubs have Wi-Fi bubbles. Exactly. Although I don't listen to podcasts much at the pub. No, but sometimes if I'm like there on my own, just having a yeah. drink or something, mm-hmm. I, I might and, just sticking a headphone or something. and then like yeah if i feel like i've been doing that a lot it's like oh i'm in one of these places i'll download this episode i'm in the middle of uh and that's worked re- really well and now of course i look at my usage and it's like why am i paying so much for my phone yeah. data it's yeah. like you've used three kilobytes that one time you took the <laughs> trash out while listening to music and it was just outside of your router range so spotify's flipped other than that no it's just you, you <laughs> You might as I know, well I, just I, I have a Wi-Fi phone. Mine. Yeah, yeah, I, I need to change one because my, I mean, O2 was always like asking, like, "Do you want more data?" And it's like, "No," but it said it doesn't cost you anything because it's mm. so cheap. Now it's yes. like, I was like, "Okay, give me the five gigs." I use like as well. It is probably like in the kilobytes, like probably even the megabytes now. But yeah, I meant like storage on yeah. my phone, storage rather than data, but. Yeah. I oh yeah, agree. I was just like, going on my right. Why am I paying for this? Oh, it's fine. Mm. I like tangents. Oh good. Um, Big fan of trigonometry. This one. Yes, the sines and the cosines and all that crap. I'll cosine <laughs> the like of tangents. <laughs> oh, very good. Oh, well, she played Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> And like, hey, fuck off. Stop your fun and jokes. They're not good enough. (laughs) One of the codes I recently got, um, I'm getting through those games, like, got a list there. Room to Grow is still, I mean, in my head, I just can't take 
those kinds of puzzles right now. Mm. So mm. Um, I started playing a game called uh, Journey to the Broken Circle. Um, puzzle platformer. Who would have thought Lucy plays those? But um, <laughs> I think it's out. I think it's been out on PC, but I think it's out on console. It might be this week. I thought it was last week, but it might have got delayed till this week. Okay. Um, playing it on Xbox. It's also on... <clears> um, it's, it's the Play Anywhere thing, so I can just right. play it on PC as well, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. I love that. If only um, all games were like that. I know, because the last game I'll talk about does that as well. Um, oh. But, um, yeah, I'm probably about halfway through it. It's it's not actually doing too much different. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of tropey in some ways. Uh, you're playing this he basically looks like Pac-Man. My sister walked walked into my room as I was playing it, and she was like, um, is that is that legal? <laughs> can you, can you uh, just Brilliant. rip off uh, Pac-Man's uh, look? And I said, it's different, because he, he, this this circle, even though he's got like a wedge cut out of his mouth, and, you know, um, looks like Pac-Man, he, he's white, not yellow, and he doesn't go waka 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 waka. So. <laughs> There's thought, no ghost yet. So. I thought for sure yet. you were going to say... <laughs> He's got a bow on his head. I'm like, what, Miss Pac-Man? <laughs> <laughs> what they've done is they've taken the bow and they've moved it down just it's underneath a bow tie? the mouth. <laughs> a bow tie. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, can you imagine just literally, not even like moving it, just like 180-ing on the on the <laughs> on the axis Miss Pac-Man? So like the eyes are like awkwardly here and you're like, yeah, it's a new character, man. It's Monsieur Pac. <laughs> Well, it's not an arcade game. It's yeah. a platformer. So, it look look the character looks like yeah, Pac-Man. That's just uh, surface level. But um, yeah, you platformer moving from left to right. It, as I, when I was saying, it was very tropey. It's 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 got this kind of the circle talks, and um, he's or she he's. Um, basically not whole he's looking for this wedge that somehow fell and fall, fallen out of them i i imagine this goes somewhat by the end of the game mm-hmm. but it is very tropey and it's that like oh i'm not whole as a person it has like um uh you know suggestions <laughs> i don't even know if i can say suggestions or shall i say overt suggestions and um references to like mental health and stuff like that there's, right. there's even this this uh like gray black blob monster that chases after you and that's you know the, the embodiment of your anxiety it's cool. very it's not really doing anything different in that sense and i don't think it, it's very much you know telling these kinds of stories in a compelling way mm-hmm. um so i'd say probably where it, it is you know, slightly different is in the gameplay and it's um, platforming. Um, it you are just starting out as a circle that just rolls. Um, you can jump because it's a platformer, and then um, on your journey so far, I've met two different characters, and one is basically um, this uh, this pine cone that can stick onto walls. So it's basically Ooh. like you're you're you know parkouring up walls, you're sticking to it and stuff um, to surfaces. And then after they left me, because I couldn't stand this stupid circle, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is the whole part of the, uh, why doesn't anybody like me? Why are my relationships, you know, why are they falling apart? And this whole, 
you know that whole dynamic is there is there an emo soundtrack to it as well um no the soundtrack is actually pretty nice it's 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 um it's kind of funky Uh, it's not what you'd expect you'd not expect you'd probably expecting like this very melancholic sad Mm. you know violin strings kind of thing with lots of pianos yeah with um with a, pl- with a platformer that's trying to tell this kind of emotional story, but no, it's got this like kind of jazzy, interesting kind of quirky nice. uh, okay. music to it, which is nice. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the second character I met is basically they they're like this bush, and you basically get into their bush, <laughs> and you can like stick to walls, you can like roll up w- walls and stuff like that. So. Ooh. Yeah, um, <laughs> God knows stick. where it's gonna go next. Uh, <laughs> Just this test, kind of like an arm with a big thing yeah. on the end. <laughs> yeah, I think I think this circle's trying out things, though. Fair play. That's fair. They're, they're discovering things. Yeah. So it's it's um, good sticky bush content. Yes. <laughs> I, it's I, it's I, it's interesting. Like it's it's doing slightly original things with its platforming so it's like you know I, i'll see where it goes it, it's mm. pleasant enough it, it seems kind of short um i'm probably about halfway through it and i probably played what less than two hours so it's probably about a four hour game i'll see where it goes but yeah it, it's enjoyable um you don't want to turn your brain off um and not you know who knows this story might gel with somebody it's just Mm-hmm. I think it's a bit rose I've seen it before and mm. it's not doing it in a compelling way so that's fair um, but I, I'm interested to see where the, where the rest of this yeah Pac-Man circles wedge oh, I wonder to see where the wedge fell out oh, it's just upright somewhere and you have to try and roll perfectly onto <laughs> it to get yeah. him down I genuinely hope that's the end of the game um, <laughs> but you know hope this little circle happiness so or it's like, yeah, it's I'll, like I'll, the I'll last level is like mind. down well and you've just got to try and navigate your way <laughs> through things to then land exactly in that little spike in that little wedge but um there's collectible mushrooms and there's like uh, you open up a bonus level that's called good trip and bad trip which is just <laughs> a bit more psychedelic so this game like is tonally is a bit game? all over the place because yeah. like this circle talks in very like um Almost night in the woods, kind of like uh, teenage tech speak, mm. <laughs> but not as good as night in the woods uh, in that sense. But yeah, I, as I say, it's short enough. I'll see where it goes. It, it, it takes a lot to do something different with platforming. The platforming mm-hmm. doesn't feel bad. You mm. know, it's perfectly serviceable. So yeah, I'm, ah, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm more intrigued about what extra gameplay elements that will add to it. So mm-hmm. yeah. nice. Cool. And there's another Play Anywhere game. Oh, yeah. You said two things. Yes. Um, won't talk about it much because, Ben, you've already talked about it, but I oh. played Alba. Oh, nice. Uh, a wildlife adventure. Really enjoyed that. Mm. It's very sweet and very, very, um, very pleasant. I played it on Apple Arcade and I was switching between my phone and iPad. Mm. It was like, how does it? I 100%ed it. Um, how does it compare? Because I, I played it on PC, so it runs really well mm. on on Apple Arcade. Because sadly, um, 
you know, a couple games that I have played on Apple Arcade have run poorly. And it's like, I just want to, you know, toggle in this, you know, maybe lower the resolution a bit, <laughs> you mm. know, and just um, cap the frame rate or something, but can't do that with Apple Arcade because it's such a closed system for God knows why. But um, Buy yeah, a new of, phone, just... Lucy. It's, it's, I got a new phone. It was a used iPhone 8, and that's good enough for me. It was, it's not good enough for I Apple could, Arcade. I didn't have the, oh, the only reason I didn't have the 6 Plus, because yeah. um, I would have played it on that, is because it didn't you run. Know, what is it, iOS 13? Mm. You literally can't download anything on it, so. Um, <laughs> you can't download Apple Arcade. Yeah, but yeah. um yeah, it runs really well. Um us it's us two games, so they've been making pretty much exclusively Apple mm-hmm. Apple uh, Apple games, so they, they probably know the tech better than anybody else, but yeah, yeah really yeah. really sweet, wholesome game and I've never been more excited to get like a recycling bag in a game <laughs> so I can pick up trash. <laughs> I, was like, I don't know if I've ever done that in a game entirely, let alone being yeah. excited about it. <laughs> it's true. Unlike the fourth day when you get given a recycling bag, I'm like, yes, I <laughs> trash. <laughs> it's it's very yeah. satisfying, especially yes. because it's quite slow paced and quite chilled. It's like just go and mm. take some photos of some birds, hang yeah. out, save the nature reserve. You're just you know, you're just a kid. <laughs> hanging out on the island at their grandparents' place. It's it's meant to be quite sort of relaxing and you can take it quite slowly. It never pressures you mm-hmm. into being like go to the next day. You could just wander the island and take photos and yeah. stuff. And, yeah. yeah, I took a few photos of sunset, so mm. um yeah, it is very you know, very kid like it's mm-hmm. like, yay, you know, save the rec centre. It's like of course the petition with fifty people um is gonna, you know, get the mayor to change his ways who you know, this corrupt mayor. Um that was probably the most real part of the game where it's like, yeah, the mayor's corrupt, but the- <laughs> he absolutely would not have just sorry, I'm spoiling the whole game. He would absolutely not just be like comb clean and be mm. like, Yeah, sorry, I failed. He, he would <laughs> that would never happen. He'd be like all right, I've taken my money. I'm going to go to some remote island where yeah. nobody can find me. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Bye. Uh, oh, yeah, we're building an oil tanker right off the uh, coast or something like that. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but it's, it's very wholesome. It's like, yeah, I think this would be great for kids. You know, mm. um, Ben, did you ever think of getting E to play it? Or? I have. I think it's a little bit too much for her at the moment but maybe Mm. when she was maybe sort of in a couple of years about six or seven it would be the perfect game for her to play you know she she loves nature she loves birds Mm. so tick number one um it's it's got really sort of simple control scheme tick number two it's colorful it's bright it's not a simple aesthetic but it's a very distinctive yet easy to pass kind of aesthetic it's Mm -hmm. it's it's, it is bright and colorful there's no like browns everywhere and it's not gritty and dirty and dusty it is just a little bit slightly cartoony so yeah Mm -hmm. it would would be perfect like um the art style a bit of it especially when you're like making alba nod and shake her head Mm. which is 
really cool. Really enjoyed that part. Um, sort of like magic roundabout kind of yeah, aesthetic. Yeah. Like, What's like, magic um, roundabout? Uh, Google it. It was a. Was that ever over it? I I think it was a French cartoon. That got translated into English. It was very popular over here in what the eighties. No, early in that's gonna be seventies, sure. Seventies, <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Dougal, um, but yeah, and his mates. Mm, mm, like that kind of like um, very round doll face looking, but shiny like kind mm. of uh, look to the characters. So yeah, I, I really, yeah, it, it just brought that those memories back yeah yeah it has i said cartoony but it's probably closer to sort of mm-hmm. almost like a toy aesthetic yeah. really yeah. Oh, yeah. Toy, yeah but um yeah that, that's that's pretty much me for the week um i uh i i, I tried to start mario galaxy and oh because um, i got that collection for mm-hmm. christmas because i didn't want nintendo to i didn't want my blood money to you know, get in there. <laughs> <laughs> little nits, but um, uh, I don't like Mario Galaxy. <laughs> I don't know what mm. people like about oh, it. Oh, I love that game. Um, um, Wait, which one's why? Galaxy? Is <laughs> that the Wii, first Wii Galaxy one? It was the first Wii game. Wii. Yeah, yeah. I I played it with a partner of mine. The uh, conveniently, the partner at, I had at the time, um, and. It would have been very awkward if it was a previous partner that you yeah. played it with. Um, or a future partner. Um, the um, Yeah, and she like didn't really play video games, but was like, I'll give the Wii a shot. She really liked like Rock Band and Wii Sports hmm. and was like, I will try your hobby out. And I was like, well, let's do this. And you, you could be the Mario or you could be the... Weird extra player that just like makes things not move for a time. That's right, right? Like it's like a point and a confusing enemy secondary controller well, I can't kind of remember, thing. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That's that's yeah. They they they've um put most of the uh, you know those mechanics on on the joystick now or just the touchscreen on yeah. the switch. Mm. I, I don't like how it's like the the the, the platforming is basically navigating and finding out you know what moves me you know up and down when you've basically switched gravity and i just don't find that fun mm. it's like uh, mario 3d 3d marios and 2d marios very different design mm. philosophies one is go find these stupid stars or how about you play a proper game and see if you can actually you know do these platforming challenges so um, I guess if you like your baby games, then you wow. like 3D Marios. Um, whereas, you know, the, this is the, the only time I'm going to be like elitist and gatekeeper-y in like, terms of um, video games ever, but 2D Marios are better. <laughs> like, no uh, oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'll just say that I prefer them, and I agree with no, you. Yeah, objectively, they're better. I mean, so one of the things that I never had an N64, so I never really played a 3D Mario until, I guess, Submachine Gun. Odyssey. Uh, Well, no, my my first 3D Mario was Submachine Gun, now that I realize that's what the acronym is, and that makes me kind of happy. Super Mario Galaxy. Mm. 
Let's say, like the, the least effective SMG <laughs> and at getting rid of your enemies. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and it was, I mean, it, I didn't but... finish it, and that was because uh, the aforementioned partner at the time kind of got bored with it. Like, there were the the beginning of that. From what I remember, the beginning of that game was like, okay, there's some awkward platforming that I, you know, the the standard hand the controller over, please get rid of this, then hand it back to me. Uh, and then yeah. at some point in the game, it was like, how about I just don't ever pick up the controller? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and then I, yeah, and I, I was kind of, I think part of it was like I was not resigned to, but like the flow with that game was I'm there to like, support my partner and play a little but like kind of just be there and enjoy yeah. someone else playing the game and so when yeah, yeah. they stopped i was i hadn't really been the primary player for the first you know third two-thirds so it was kind of like i don't have an attachment to finish the save file but mm -hmm. also there's that weird thing where it's like well maybe you'll go back to it so i shouldn't so but i'm definitely not starting a new save file mm. so i guess <laughs> Clips empty. Yes. I, I strangely had a similar experience with Super Mario Galaxy in that um, my younger, 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 younger brother, uh, it was one of the first video games he really played. Mm. Um, he's 15 years younger than me, roughly. So he was quite young when it, it released... Um, and I had a similar experience in, in being that support role, sitting back and watching him play and doing the harder bits for him and then and then giving it back to him so he could just run around and, and play and stuff. So Yeah, yeah and we, we, we ran through the whole game together um, okay. uh, and completed it, which is probably why we never played Galaxy 2 because <laughs> he'd moved on to older games. I'd moved away... Uh, I didn't go back quite as much and, and and stuff, so didn't have that same experience to to pick up mm -hmm. the you know a similar sort of game. So. Mm. Well, yeah, I can see how that would just enrich the experience more. But mm -hmm. um, uh, I I hope I change my mind. I might go back to it, but uh, uh, right now uh, I'm just like this is worse than that um, Mario U game. <laughs> <laughs> At least that had proper platforming. Um, yeah, uh, so I feel bad for whichever family member bought me that game. I might have to get them a very expensive birthday present just to atone for myself so <laughs> I don't burn in hell. Exactly. Uh, like, I don't want to play any of these games. Make sure, make sure you get it from a nice independent shop as well so all of that blood money yes. that they spent can be, <laughs> yes. uh, can be put back into the community in some yeah. good way. I will. Um, you're all of, God, you're doing a great job, a Ben, on reminding people to. Sh is this is this boycott Amazon week? Then and I just missed it. Um, I think it actually no, it actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just I realized. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think that's why you're doing it, but it's like yeah, yeah, you're right. Like local game shop, local beer shop, local anything yeah. shop, yeah. and also uh, local blood money. Avoid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> If remember, drugs, speaking of blood, money. yeah, speaking of blood money. Remember, when you're on the intellectual dark, if you're on the dark web and you need to hire a hitman, shop local. That mechanic down <laughs> down the down the, the the road, he needs to pay his bills. 
Don't hire that guy from the super secret organization just because he'll get the job done efficiently. Do you really, do you, do you really need a hitman that guarantees a 100% perfect plan or just need someone kind of dead? If it's kind of dead, you don't have to worry, shop local. 60% is still better than 50. And the guy down at the mechanics, he's he's got no hair either, so it's fine. He looks the part. I'm, I'm glad you picked up the mechanic reference. Yeah. But yeah. but will he dress up as a flamingo? <laughs> That's how I want my target to die. <laughs> That's an extra ten pounds. Dead eyes or a flamingo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did, because I didn't like Mario Galaxy, I just started playing Castlevania, um, one of the Game Boy ones. Oh, nice. I was like, I was just like, yeah. Uh, let me just inject some of this into my veins for the next uh, few days. So that's what I've been doing. It's like, why don't I just stay up till one a.m. and play every grind day so I can fight fight death? It is always <laughs> the worst enemy in any Castlevania game. Mm. The worst enemy in any game, I think, probably. Mm. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's me. Should we I'm open doing. up some more beers? Yeah, go on. Uh, Lucy. I love Castlevania. Sorry. <laughs> I have a second glass. I don't even have to rinse this week. Nice. I can actually hear you guys talk for this bit where someone says something about their beer and I have to be like, seconds later, mm-hmm, that, I bet that beer is great. I wish I knew what it was. <laughs> Lucy, what are you going to drink? Mm. Everybody. Yeah. Um, despite saying multiple times that I'm not a massive fan of Brew York's um, IPAs, mm-hmm. I think their strengths are in their their stouts. Um, I still buy. Their <laughs> uh, so more for me, but um, I, I thought this one was quite was quite topical, and this one's called Mash Bandicoot. Nice. Ooh. Yes, it's got a Bandicoot on it, which looks nothing like Crash. Um, <laughs> well, it's because it's Mash. Because obviously legal reasons, but um, it, it, it's a genuine bandicoot mm. um, on the gla- on the on the can. Um, this is a five percent mosaic pale ale, so okay. it mosaic in it. So I was like, hopefully this will move the needle um, and mm. be on my good side. Yeah. Uh, not going to try and read it because, as I say, orange um, text on a cream background. Oh. But mm. I can say. That um, their little diagram, the little Venn diagram. Mm, can't mm-hmm. see that. The, the little, you know, little web diagram. Yeah, the little uh, hexagonal diagram of what's um, what it's going to taste like in terms of fruitiness, sweetness. It's it's basically in the middle. It doesn't really have oh, any okay. uh, overwhelming um, flavor profile that seems to. Uh, mask the others. Mm. Uh, as I say, can't can't see any of this crap. Um, it's got Simcoe and Mosaic. I'll read that. Yeah, five percent. Nice. Okay. Yeah, well, so. Cool. Uh, Adam, what have you got next? A beer. I can't yeah. remember what I missed. Yeah, I was gonna say the thing. I'm like, I don't remember what I grabbed. Oh right, it's this one. This one's really really exciting to me. So I have not ever had anything from Pentrick Brewing. Yeah. Um, Pentrick brewing what? Uh, Pentrick, uh, and that's not the twiddling your pen thing. Is that with thing. 
Yeah, is that with a CH at the end? Yeah, with a CH. Um, So this is... They are from... Pentrick Derbyshire. It's not Tantric, so... Yeah. But anyway, so it's... I I will say that both the type of beer and the name of the beer really sold it for me because uh, it is called Welcome to the Bleak. <laughs> that is how I was feeling. Yep. 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 But it is a seven point six percent smoked porter. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that really sold me. I haven't had a smoked porter in donkeys. Um, it has water, water, barley, wheat, oats, hops, and yeast. It is four forty mil can. It was canned on November thirtieth, twenty twenty. Best before November thirtieth, twenty twenty two, which seems like a wide berth. That's a long time. Two years. Yeah. Um, maybe because it's seven point six percent. I'm not sure. Mm. Or, or, or they just, you know, it's hard to tell whether. I, I know some brewers prefer to give a shorter shelf life than is like legally required or whatever. Um, but yeah, it's Porter. They're meant to last like shipped over to India. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's sort of... I didn't notice the... Um, that's why I actually read the best before, because I was thrown off by the two-year window. But, mm. um, yeah, welcome to the bleak. Yep, I mean, welcome to... I wish I was <laughs> just joining the bleak. Pentrick Brewing. We all have been in the bleak for some time. You are late to welcoming us, but... That's true. Um, it Yeah, so... Woo! A pour on screen, a pixelated pour on screen. They've got a beer oh, I've been pouring on screen as well, haven't they? Sorry? They've got a beer called Pixel something as well, haven't they, Pentridge? Oh, maybe. I've been mm. pouring on screen for the past few weeks. Keep forgetting that I, I pixelate for you because I'm like, oh, I, sh- I could rip those pours later. And, uh. mm. Ooh, I know that type of tin. I've got a beer from Good Chemistry. Oh, also I was wrong. found down at the local newsagents. Uh, this is called Love Unlimited. It is a 6% chili chocolate stout. Um, interestingly enough, on the bottom of the can, the best before date is also in 2022, the 11th of February 2022. And I know this was oh. brewed roughly around early February as a kind of valentine kind of beer essentially but that's a year right not two. Oh shit we're in 2021 yeah so that's why this is strange right because it's november 2020 <laughs> to november 2022 and yours is oh, february 21 yeah. to 20 yeah yeah that that's you are confirming the thing i was saying yes thank you for doing that ben I appreciate you. That's what I meant to do. Um, (laughs) Good chemistry give us a reasonable amount of information theory. The Flavor Network describes how opposite and contrasting flavors complement each other. Sure. Pairings are Glodine, Linda, and Diane. Um, The stats OG 1.061. The FG is 1.014. 55 IBUs. Uh, It does tell me our 300th guile. Deserve something big, something fun, and something to keep you warm on a cold winter evening. Ancho chilies and chocolate in a rich, decadent stout. 
it tells me it is 21% hoppiness, 61% maltiness, 48% bitterness, and 68% sweetness. So, nice, big, sweet, malty, chilly, hot stout for me. And a lovely, nice. lovely, lovely pink can. I get how pink it is. It looks purple on the screen, but it is very, very pink. Yeah. Not like electric I, pink, uh, like baby pink. Uh, I bought a... Um beer that I'll probably have on, have on the podcast maybe maybe when I'm feeling brave it's it, it, it's a it's got chilies it's got a chili stout mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to that one who knows I might just drink it on the weekend yeah very much looking forward to that nice nice we'll see we'll see um, we'll come back um, to you Lucy for the brew york yeah it, it smelt really nice as I poured it um, mm. get my nose in there yeah, it's got. It's. I'm trying to smell it. It reminds me of a certain brewery's beers that that, that smell. Mm-hmm. Very very fruity, very light. Um, it's definitely the mosaic coming off it. Oh, it smells good. I think it's it's almost like it smells like old school cloud water. Almost. Mm, okay. Hmm. Just that very light, fresh, um, fruity, citrus fruit smell. It's got a bit of a danky, weedy smell as as well, so. Hmm. Once you sniff it enough. Um, Hmm. It's uh, it's not quite opaque. It's very cloudy. Um, Probably... Orangey coloured, bit golden. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting a very danky, weedy smell now. But yeah, still, still, still remnants of that like um, almost orange peel smell. Mm. That's nice. Okay, good. It's good. um, it's very light in body. It's only five percent, so you know, expected. Yeah, definitely getting a bit of that dankness and that dank, weedy, you know, aftertaste as well. So that's interesting. Yeah, there's basically no carbonation on it. Mm. It's very, it's very still, but it doesn't taste flat. It's okay. It tastes nice. like the flavors are coming through, and that they're not just sitting there, mm. just, you know. Not underwhelming. It's not just um, been poured at room temperature and left to sit. Yeah. I mean, it's been out for a while, but I, I, I don't think the lack of carbonation is due to that. I mm. just think it is just, you know, a bit more understated. It's, it's, it's not too hoppy. It's, um, yeah, it's very still, very, very, very delicate, very gentle. Mm. Um, and because you don't have much of that carbonation, it just goes back so quickly. I mean, going back two years when we had a summer, um, <laughs> this would be like a really good summer drink. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm definitely getting that very dank and weedy mm, nice. kind of a taste and aftertaste. It's it's interesting. It's not. It's, it's not. I wouldn't call it piney or or like resinous. It's 
It's very dank. Mm. Very, very... That's fair. Yeah. I mean, you're probably yeah. getting that from, like, whatever... You know, I don't usually get that from, like, Mosaic and Simcoe Hop, so... It, it feels like they've, you know, dry-hopped mm. it. Um, oh. Because you're definitely getting that kind of, you know, profile in the taste. Right. So... It's interesting. It, it, it's nice. It's um, probably one of the better um, pails that I've had from Brew York. It's still not blowing my socks off. Um, so I have yet to taste, uh, you know, um, anything but a stout that, that I really, really latch onto from um, Brew York. Uh, That's fair. I had a, I had a, I think it was an IPA or it was either another pale mm-hmm. um, from them on the weekend called Hast's Eagle. Um, very dry, very dry, very malty. It, that, to me, seemed more like the Brew York kind of um, pails, where it's like it, very dry, very malty, mm-hmm. not very fruit forward. Th- th- this is definitely different <coughs> um, from what I've had usually. Um, it's decent. It's nice. nice. I, 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 I can't say a bad thing about it. Maybe if you don't like that kind of very dank, weedy taste, then mm-hmm. maybe maybe give it a pass. Yeah, because this is definitely um, like just smelling it. It smells like that as well. <laughs> That's fair. That's absolutely fair. Mm. Nice. Well, enjoy yeah. that one. Yeah. Enjoy it's, it. It's, uh, it's yeah. nice. nice. Yeah, it, it's it's probably the wrong time of year to have it. Um, mm. I I I've got a, a a beer from Brew York. I think it's um one of their Schmores uh, stouts. Oh, it's like I think that mm. is what I'd have to close out the night rather. Than right. Yeah. Stuff. Definitely. Yeah. Still alright. Yeah. Uh, Adol, we'll come to you for the Pentridge. Yes. This is a... I mean, it looks like a flat cola. It is, like, not quite ebony in its darkness, but pretty close. It's mm. quite quite dark. There's almost... Uh, on the pour, immediately, as you saw, there's just almost no carbonation. Um, also, I mean, I think it's my brain saying, oh, you, you said cola, but there's a hint of... That slightly um, cola e um, what is that root that's in cola? That uh, you know cassava? that that <laughs> note is slightly there. There's not a lot of smoke on uh, there. It's quite it's a little bit sweet um, on the nose, but really like if I'm not right right in it, almost no nose at uh-huh. all. Um, sorry, I'm. Still trying to. I, I didn't actually do a chaser of water, and I could still taste some sort of banana-y, peachy taste from the previous mm-hmm. beer. But I'll just try and drown it out with this seven point six percent smoke porter. I'd imagine like the smoke would have, you mm-hmm. know, overwhelmed yeah. those fruity flavors. You are correct. Um, (laughs) it is not super smoky but I immediately notice smoke and I think it's covering up exactly maybe not exactly but like a lot of that Mm -hmm. oh so that 7.6% is doing that thing that I want out of a stout and a porter which is it's more viscous thicker it's coating my mouth it's coating my tongue Mm, Nice. all of that Portery goodness is just hitting sort of on all sides, um, such that it itself doesn't have to be really smoke forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like a hey, you're drinking. Some, it's not like having a sip of Lagavulin or anything like that. Which, by the way, 
if you like smoke taste. Have a tiny sip of like a woolen. That's like drinking smoke in a tiny golden form. Um, <laughs> uh, it's it's a whiskey. If those for those who don't know, um, and this is still a beer. Um, I'm glad it hasn't mm. turned into anything else. Yeah, it is. It is. Wait, wait for it. Wait, wait. Still a beer. Um, <laughs> dumb. Very dumb. Um, it, so that's that um, stronger alcohol taste is giving it a bit of a sweetness to the aftertaste. Um, I really like so. The, so as a porter, it's got these roasted notes that are separate from the smoky taste those are also those are pretty reserved but the whole thing is actually quite kind of delicate it actually reminds me of why i like like say wiper and true um beers is that they have these very distinct tastes that just aren't full force Mm because the whole thing Mm -hmm. is just kind of you can do this really lightly, and if everything else is balanced lightly, then you can have these tastes that aren't like overwhelming your taste buds, and they're doing their thing. And um, thus far, I feel like that's sort of what's going on, which is mm. a, a why it's coming off sweeter than I expected. Because one of the things you can't control is just at a seven point six percent that alcoholic sweetness is going to come through at a certain level. Like, you can't pull that back when you have that ABV at a certain place. Sure. Um, so it's a little sweeter than I thought, but then as soon as you get used to that, it's like, ah, yes, this is a nice laid-back but rich porter. And then on top of that is like a almost like a smoky overlay, if that makes sense, or like a tent over top your picnic table. Like the like the smokiness is not interacting much with everything else. It's just mm-hmm. kind of casting over top, which I thought maybe it would be like you know oh here's the maltiness, uh, here are the taste of the porter, and there's a smoky bit going on otherwise. But actually, this is very much like here are all those things, and also there's smoke, mm-hmm. which I wasn't quite yeah. expecting. And I'm not. It's not a complaint. It's just sort of kind of unique. I thought again. I thought sort of unique because. I assumed it would be more stitched in, but also, given the fact that it's not, I'm surprised how well it works as um, as sort of a standalone, for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. um, taste that's going because al- it's still going along with it. It's just sort of it's on one level, and the rest is on a sort of different level. Yeah, it's hard to turn that line when you have such a overwhelming flavor. Yes. That's going into it. like so, some beers just absolutely get that right. I can't remember for the life of me because it was several years ago where um, I had a smoked porter and it was literally like drinking the ash out of a you know cigarette tray <laughs> where it's like there's nothing else but the smoke. You know it's far too overpowering. But I've had like really nice ones. Like, I think Weird Beard do you know some some good smoked porters yeah. and it's like yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the key here is that the smokiness is is pretty. Like, it's there, but it's light. Like, it's not a heavy hand. It's not heavy handed. That's what I want to say. It's not light. Mm-hmm. It's just not heavy handed, and it allows the rest of the porter to have this like 
slightly more caramelly sweetness just slightly but overall even that's kind of pulled back i'm just mm. mostly surprised that i was expecting a much more bold beer yeah because there's a smoked porter at 7.6 percent and this is actually quite reserved but yet not giving up the things i want out of a smoked porter at seven ish percent um it's just like yeah i'm sort of surprised that like it's it's doing all the things expected, but it's not heavy, I think, is the key. Mm-hmm. So there's a, yeah. a distinct lack of heaviness, which I think for most people will be a good thing. Because, mm. again, it's not light. It's just not heavy, I guess. I hope I'm yeah. may being clear there. But, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah. quite quite good. And like I said, it reminds me of Wiper True Beers in that sense of you're doing these things and you're managing to do it in a very like calm, reserved way that's nuanced. You're not giving up parts of the flavor and yet it's just not in your face in a way that most other beer uh brewers seem to have to do to get these all the flavors that you're doing on board mm-hmm. yeah yeah i think this if there's any star where i'd want it understated rather than overstated it is probably a smoke pour yeah, yeah. oh yeah like so going too heavy on that taste. i'll wrap up with going off that um i could have three of these in a night which i don't yeah. think i've ever said for a smoked porter and I still mm-hmm. would enjoy it as a smoked porter. Like, that's the... That's yeah, because the smoked porter is it's like, it is a very one-off, I'm going to have one of these beers. You know, enjoy the flavor profile. It's, it's like, probably what you'd have at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and you could, is, like... Yeah, I'm feeling fancy. I'm going to put me slippers on. Yeah, chill out. Pipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have me smoked porter. <laughs> Yeah, and so this is re- so this is why I'm quite intrigued by this because mm-hmm. you could just be like, I'm gonna relax and have this, and maybe another one if if I'm not like done, maybe a third. But like, yeah, it's it's like I want to sort of relax into this taste without having to commit to yeah the end of the night having that being all I can taste for the rest. Of the night. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I yeah, so I guess the other thing is I think I could switch to a different beer. Okay, that's fair. Because it, because so it it's not so overwhelming. Much. Yeah, so that that yeah, that's the missing piece I was looking for. I will now stop talking about this beer. <laughs> well, uh, we'll come to the love unlimited then. Um, you definitely know that it's a chili chocolate beer yeah. from the nose. Absolutely, uh, you get a uh, more chocolate than chili from the nose. Definitely. Um, some sort of roasted notes coming at you with this sweetness in that. And it, I know on the, the the can it says that there's a lot of sweetness in it, and there definitely is, especially when you taste it as well. But this this beer has a very slight issue for me, and it's a little bit thin. Um, it's just 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 a touch too thin, and that's just for me. I can imagine a lot of other people would not be fussed at all about that but when you get that flavor it's a very it's a lovely lovely flavor and like with yours Adam, the smoke not overdoing it the chili doesn't overdo it at all in this excellent that's the what chi- i was hoping yeah for. the chili is it's not a background flavor it is there it is present and you know it exists <laughs> but it just supports this lovely deep dark slightly bitter chocolate flavor 
and it just gives a little bit of heat and you feel it you just get this light tingle on the tongue you get this feeling on the top of the mouth you know that the heat is there it's a and it, and it is a not quite a uh, a peppery sort of heat it, it is a slightly sweeter kind of heat it does okay. feel like a chili pepper rather than it being mm. just a a hot flavor added into this there is a little bit of sweetness with that as well there is a little bit of sweetness as well coming through from from some of the malts too um i didn't read off all of the ingredients there's no lactose in here so it doesn't it's not too sweet you are just getting that from the malt and a little bit from the chili as well but it's a lovely combination of flavors i am it's it's one I know we've we've talked about making chili before, and Adol, you saying that chili is mm. great to be able to throw various different things in, and you know you can chuck your chocolate and you can chuck your chilies in, and, and all of these sorts of things. This this balances those two flavors very very well, so neither of them is too overpowering, and actually they're qu- both quite not subdued but balanced, in that this isn't like oh I, I, I you know I love stouts. Oh, I'll, I'll hit a chili stout. Absolutely, this is something that that I would think is very approachable in in that kind of category. You know, it's not a big stout. Uh, it, it's not gonna uh, uh, be sort of too big for anyone. It's not gonna be too bitter for anyone. But again, it's not gonna be too hot in those chilies for anyone as well. Mm. It's not subdued. It's balanced. Balanced is absolutely the right word for this beer. Um, and it's it's again another easy easy beer. It's only like six percent, yeah. So okay. it's just it just works very very well, very well balanced. Um, I just just like a little bit more body to it, just a mm-hmm. tiny bit more thickness in there. Not much, just a little bit more. Mm. Mm. At least it isn't like oh we threw some motor oil and some uh, chili oil and called it a day. Mm. Swigged it in a glass. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't have that kind of uh, the, the lack of that bigger body and creaminess in the body. Um, doesn't feel oily. It hasn't got that sort of syrupy, yeah. oily kind of uh, taste to it, which is great. Uh, they haven't, as you say, haven't just chucked that in and, and kind of replaced that. To give it something else, it it's just a little bit thin. That's all, but mm-hmm. very very yep. easy to drink. Um, I swear. So yeah, that's Love Unlimited. Uh, we will move on. Um, uh, we haven't got a huge amount of time left, so I may concede my time this week and say, Adel, <gasps> what would you like to chat about? Unless. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can talk about things mm-hmm. uh, I know so correct me if I'm wrong but last week we was pre outriders pre FF so it was outriders we did discuss outriders last week oh we did yeah but oh we, right because we had to swap on the Thursday yes but we haven't um, discussed we've not discussed Final Fantasy 14 yeah which I'm fine with pushing to next week because we're going to do can temp- I get a pillow yeah <laughs> because so, we're, we're going to play actually play together which is a big mm-hmm. part of that game tomorrow um <laughs> so my my topic was 
Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen adjacent, but I'm not going. I wasn't going to talk about the action. Yeah, because you you were going to talk about a thing about a game rather than the game, and I was curious of what that thing was. But we'll we'll, we'll deal with Is that. It getting next locked week. out of accounts again. <laughs> Um, but I guess I'll talk about the couple of games I've played since last yeah. week. Uh, I played a couple on stream this afternoon. Um, one of which was was ostensibly the ideal of because I I love bad movies. Like I said, I we, we hate movies is the is a bad movie podcast, and it's the only like podcast I've kept up with during the pandemic. Uh, and I played this game. I have forgotten the name of. Be- oh, it's Dracula versus the nin- Ninja on the Moon. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think oh, I'm getting wow. that wrong. Hold on, let me just open. Dracula versus Ninja on the Moon. Sounds interesting. I'm, I'm um, pretty sure that's what it was. Yeah. Is uh, this um? This is like Castlevania game. No, it's like an army. It, no, it really is it not. It is not. Guns no, it is a uh, <laughs> FMV game. Uh, I missed this. I missed, when was this released? Yeah, Dracula. It, it, it was <laughs> oh, released God. last week. It is an FMV <laughs> game that um, is so in this oh. interactive FMV experience, you watch the classic so bad it's awful film on a dodgy bootleg VHS. Your goal is to watch the film in its entirety by adjusting the VCR's tracking. So basically, the the game works as follows. There are multiple clips of the game, uh, and between the clips, your tracking might go off, or it might not. And so you have a left arrow and a right arrow to click to fix the tracking. Depending on if you get the tracking right or wrong, it will either go to one clip or another clip, potentially, from what I understand. So there's some footage that you won't see on your first playthrough. The whole thing takes about 35 minutes. Uh, it's her story, basically. I love bad movies. This is clearly a bad, like an actual bad movie. Uh, you look into it, and let's go to the Grindhouse, which is the dev and publisher, is run by Nick something or other. Sorry, I can't remember his Nick's, name. Nick's Box. Yeah, Nick Box, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he basically is a like indie horror genre filmmaker who has realized that wrapping some of what he does, like, so this was basically according, literally according to what he's saying, is like. A bunch of clips that never made it to become a movie, he made into this. Uh, um, so part of it is look, gameplay wise, well, not a lot of gameplay. Um, it's sometimes it tr- between scenes tracking will either be left or right, and you it's it's just a roll of the die whether you click the right one. Uh, I I I managed to crash it because. That's what I'm good at. Uh, and when I crashed it um, and I went back, we saw scenes we hadn't seen before. So that mm. claim is true. There, are, There's some branching. There might be. It says in the Steam page multiple endings. I don't, I'm I, sure. Um, one of the problems, though, is it's a, basically just a video player. And if you click, your cursor is just like a tiny play button. If you click on the active scene like not so basically it's like a screen and then to the left of it is a double arrow and to the right of it is a double arrow and those when it says it'll just be like adjust your tracking and you pick one of those until you get to the uh, an actual scene but if you click on 
the active video, because it's clearly just a flash player, it assumes you are saying, I'm, I'm done with this, and skips that entire section of the film and goes to the next mm. section of the film. Which isn't great. Because yeah. the whole point Can is, like, that's not part of the tracking it. thing. Uh, it did mean that when I fucked up, I could, like, skip all the intro stuff I had already seen. But also, once I realized that there was, like, potential branching paths, I'm like, oh, have I accidentally skipped past them? Mm-hmm. So, it's a shitty gameplay loop that's garbage. Having said that... <laughs> um, I I mean, I, I, I like bad movies. I like... I like the idea of wrapping it around something really simplistic. Um, at at time of recording, you can get fifteen percent off of this, so it's being sold for a whopping sixty seven pence. <laughs> they should have made it sixty nine. Yeah. Saying. Well, I mean, but, yeah. But yes. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure that what that means yeah. is that its regular price is ninety nine cents US. Because mm. it's seventy nine p regular. Um, and that's fine, right? Like, all these reservations I was saying, like, it's not a real game, there's no gameplay loop. Like, yeah, I clicked the things, and I did the thing, and I like the idea that if I wanted to do it again, it be might be slightly different. Uh, the fact that I didn't know... So, the, the biggest thing is that I think it's a bug that clicking in the middle skips things, because I was like, oh, did that skip a thing? And then I was, like, experimenting, and then I clicked probably too many times, and I skipped through the credits, and instead of going back to the main menu... The whole thing just died. Mm. Which, <laughs> but the premise of the game is again like um, your goal is to watch the film in its entirety by adjusting its tracking. So, like, if the goal is to watch it, then presumably skipping scenes is failing at that. But also, I did the let go, watch the whole credits thing, and there was no like gameplay roundup, which. Like, oh, you watched 23 uninterrupted minutes or you skipped. Like, that would have been enough for me to be like, you made a game out of this. But actually, mm-hmm. you kind of didn't. And I, it was kind of disappointing yeah. that they were saying there's a gameplay loop here, which is watch it unimpeded. And it, even if it was a glitch that they realized, like, oh, if you click in the middle, you skip scenes. If that became a thing of, like, you skipped this many minutes... Fuck you! Like, like, there's a way of making this more interesting and more gameplay mm-hmm. loopy, and it doesn't. It's not a lot of coding, right? It's just treating it like a game versus a way to reuse footage, and that's kind of where it yeah. didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. But if you, so then it just is like pay sixty seven pence for a bad movie to watch with your friends or when you're high or whatever. But also randomly every once in a while, you might have to click a button to make the tracking go. Um. St- yeah, yeah, it, it, it's it, it's good that the price of admission is not high because mm. otherwise it would have seemed very cynical if if this is something that just could have gone on. Yeah, like Vimeo. Absolutely, or and it's like that, so. it, and it's a good marketing tool. Uh, it, it just definitely put that name in my head to then go and find these films to to look at them and and some of the the ways that they were kind of the shots were edited and some of the acting stuff. There, there was moments that, that we, we saw multiple times where it, like one of the characters is like, I'm going to do that. I, I did this. And it was like, no, you didn't. He's like, yes, I, I did. It slows did. it all down. It's like, oh my God, this is brilliant. 
Like yeah. some of those scenes are just so ridiculous. And I, 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 on your second playthrough, there was a there was something we hadn't seen on the first, and it kept using exactly the same shot of uh, a guy. It was, who a, was spaceship a spaceship going through the yeah, air, just a spaceship yeah, and it was moving. Just like, so the guy could cut. talk, and then it cut back to the characters who were talking to the guy in the spaceship. Then back yeah. to that exact same shot for that guy in the spaceship. Oh, hey. it's like, oh this works brilliantly. Uh, the devs are on on the Twitch right now. Oh, wow. Oh. Hey. <laughs> um. Sorry. Yeah. So I don't know if you caught our conversation. We 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 really liked the the filmic part, but we were just saying that some of the gameplay was, um. I guess the the loop that the description said, which is like, hey, you know, um, watch as much as you can. It would have been nice to see like a tally at the end of how much you missed because of the tracking errors or because of what of like getting a different path. Uh, as well as I don't know if can you answer this question actually? Um, <laughs> so clicking on the screen seemed to put be like a chapter forward click. So, like, which was useful on my second playthrough, where it's like, you know, the, the ninjas are afraid of rain, which is a great sequence. But, like, primer about ninjas, it's like, I've seen this, and I click in the middle, and it skips to the next chunk. Um, but also, I didn't realize that until partway through my first playthrough, when I was just like, oh, what can I do? And it clicked, and it would, like, jump. Mm. And then I didn't get to see this very enjoyable footage because I accidentally clicked through, and actually I ended up kind of crashing the game because I was like, oh, does clicking jump forward? So I'm just wondering... There you go. It's, ah. it's, it's a bug. I'm literally fixing the click to skip. As we speak, <laughs> it's confusing people. There you go. Cool. Um, but yeah, so so I think that would do a lot um, to help. and then all, But also, like again, wrapping it with like a, some notion of... The different, I guess, the difference between playthroughs, like some sort of tally or minutes seen, like something like that, would really help the game side. The film side was really enjoyable. Mm -hmm. uh, we really liked it, uh, and I actually, I and I enjoyed the fact that I saw new scenes the second time around when I accidentally crashed it. But it would be nice to see the game side sort of balance that out with, like, like I said, even just a simple tally. Like I don't think it's a huge difference it's just sort of acknowledging when you were playing you did these things anyway so those are like our, our, our uh, my, my general thoughts ben did you have anything else you wanted to um, add? I, I think as a viewer rather than mm. the participant playing through it was very enjoyable um had this been something that we'd been like sat on the sofa together playing um, yeah. And had I ever, even if I had been in, you know, on the Discord in the chat rather than being a, um, you know, not an active participant. Uh, oh, you had, mean, you mean, I'm been, sorry, you mean a, like on the voice had we have been stream? On, yeah, had I have been chatting as well on the stream and I'd been about an active participant rather than just watching what you were doing, it would have been even better because we'd have been able to discuss what was going on with these people, the characters and the, the absolute. Uh, absurdity and the ridiculousness and the the complete sort of um, you know a, a B movie side of all of these things like that that worked very very well and, and we had like we, we talked about the idea that it seems like it's almost a video 
that was sort of recorded and then bits have been sort of taped over kind of uh, you know someone's gone oh, I'll just record this on this random tape I've got in the in the player so when you're tracking through it kind of almost feels like it's skipping it's not skipping but it's like mm. you, you cut to something that has been randomly it's, recorded it's, it's in like the middle a... of it and someone's gone oh, I could splice these things together to try you know like mixtapes of old and, and video cassettes of old and stuff yeah, yeah. It's, it's like a GCSE uh, media uh, group um, shot of making a <laughs> making a uh, a film or something. It, do, it, does it feel brings like back that. memories of like yeah, we, we needed a GCSE. We needed to uh, <laughs> yeah um, splice this thing together. Yeah. Um, here you go, teacher. Give us an A. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> so just the the note in the chat. Basically, I was an underground filmmaker for fifteen years. Did fairly well at it. Won some awards. Had a film at con. Uh, and stuff in Walmart in the states, and recently been converting all my old work into games. That's really cool. And I, I so one thing I wanted to say uh, in general was I really like. I was going to call it the hustle of like, hey, I've got this movie that maybe didn't get distribution or whatever, or maybe did, but like this idea of this is a unique way of repackaging it and mm. getting my art to a new audience. Yeah. Uh, and I really respect that. I loved that moment of like. Oh yeah, I'm literally just gonna watch this like Dracula versus the Ninja on the Moon Moon movie, and like like Ben said, uh, I, I I've I've hosted movie nights in the past, and like if I if we weren't in the way the world was, um, I would have <laughs> I would have made like played this at with five friends in in the room, and you know yeah. maybe taking shifts, clicking, paying attention to clicking on the tracking or whatever. Um, what I'm super curious about, though, is kind of like I've, I've taken a look at the other games you've got on Steam, and it's like I'm super interested in like what the interactivity that you're layering on to the the these sort of movie projects um are because like this one's pretty light, right? Just just tracking errors, and like they may or may not lead to the same scene twice, and I you know I don't know what what algorithm you've got to like pick when you. What, when a scene comes or doesn't but um yeah uh so, so i like i'm i i'm i i what i i would love to see is like leaning into that dev side and figuring how to like not only still show these movies right but also make that gameplay loop more satisfying such that if you weren't a fan of big movies you still might want to do like watch the thing so we, um, we uh, response-wise to your question, they vary in 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 the they vary in interactivity at the moment. Uh, they're light, but this has the least. But also, um, Dracninja was from back in two thousand eight, and it went viral around the uni campus. People watching when stoned. This one I kind of buried because it was so bad. Uh, then last year, AVGN unintentionally promoted it. So I whipped it up for a jam and figured I'd try it as a sub one pound game. Oh. Uh, the, up the upcoming games, oh, upcoming games, the upcoming games are more gamey. So it's cool. definitely, uh, it'd be good to, so uh, whilst you're here chatting to us, uh, let's go to the grindhouse. It would be really good to know, is it go, it, you know, does it retain that um, kind of, that vibe, is it still this sort of similar kind of genre, just with a little bit more interactivity to it? Because I think that is the key selling point to this. The key selling point is absolutely 
uh, uh, that the, FMV, the, the actual element, video, but not yeah. just FM. You know, we're we're not talking about uh, um, kind of these mid-tier Wales interactive FMV style games. You know, like the complex or um, the bunker and, and and those sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, late shift, that kind of thing. Like, absolutely, the selling point for this is that a, a very hammy, ridiculous, mm, yeah. yet absolutely enjoyable uh, um, yeah. sort of movie element to it. Yeah, because because him saying that it was from 2008 and it was very early in his uh, filmmaking mm. Um, mm. career, th- that, that kind of gels better with me because a lot of the times you find these games nowadays that are... Um, I mean, FMV games back in the day they thought they were saying something, you know, poignant, and they thought they were, you know, they had, you know, a, too much budget most of the time, and these actors, and it's like, um, it's sort of, it, they really do not hold up. Like, ah! uh, something like um, Tender Loving Care, which is just shocking and doesn't hold up in so many ways, <laughs> but it's like, they didn't, they thought they were making something poignant, and it's like, no, this is, when you're looking at it through a lens now, mm. it, it's awful. So, it, it. I think a lot of games nowadays try and capture that hokey, hammy kind of thing, but, but making something that was literally made last week or or a year mm. ago, intentionally trying to capture that. Whereas knowing this was actually from over ten years ago, and this was very, you know, them in their in their prime, sits better with me because it's like they're not, they weren't. Literally trying to go for that. This is just like, oh, I found some footage from all that time ago, and look how it looks now. And reflecting on that, mm. I prefer that rather than trying to make something just for a gag. Sure, yeah, yes, so. yes. It's yeah. it's the it's the like I, irony, like reveling in the irony of what you're doing versus mm-hmm. just doing it. Like, yeah, I think the post twenty ten when you had films like The Room and Birdemic and stuff like on the books, people pursued those. Um, So, yeah, so let's go to the grindhouse. says, I did some films for Troma, so it's all this kind of stuff in the early days. Troma. OG. Bad movie genre films? I don't know how to, like, say it without... I don't mean to say that pejoratively, but I think if you know Troma, you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, the 90s mega CD stuff was my obsession as a teen for so for some of my titles I've tried to go more like that I made one like Night Trap but you're Christ, but you're Christ killing junkies wow nice uh, so yeah I'm super interested in, in all the other things you've done that sounds great um, yeah I mean yeah, it's good to I, see I, curios like this on Steam which aren't just like asset flips and there's actually been some you know, you can see the author behind it, and they've actually put some work into it, even if it was like what thirteen years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. Even though, the, yeah, surface level, the gameplay may not seem like a lot of work. I'm sure it was. I'm not trying to be disparaging in that way, but if it doesn't seem like the gameplay is a lot of work, no, they still filmed this. They, they this was still their work, and so like, yeah, paying <laughs> paying sixty seventy for. Um, I love one of the reviews on on Steam where it's like, don't know how high you have to be to enjoy this, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's great. That, yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Almost the perfect review. 
Mm. It is, yeah, it, it, it's good. Because it, you see so many games like this just get flooded out of the market on Steam and it's hard for things to rise to the top where it's like, yes, I'm, I'm sure he's not the only one making something like this, but it's good to see that something like this where it actually has blood, sweat and tears put into it and not yeah. set flip or anime titty puzzle game or something yep. like that. Although I'm sure those devs put, put something Hey, <laughs> someone's got to draw those titties, Lucy. Someone's got to animate might put the juggle. All of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone's got to animate the the jiggle physics. Uh. Yeah, jigglos they call them. Perfect, <laughs> perfect. Um, thank you. Let's go to the greenhouse for joining us uh, for that yes, brief amount absolutely. of uh, time. I love it. I love that you've just yeah. That was really in. great. Yeah, I'm so amazing. glad you sampled upon us. Yeah. Good, good. Uh, let's finish our chat on what was it? Dracula versus Ninja on the Moon <laughs> is the full title of that game. I think. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, that's absolutely the the thing to Castlevania. I care what you lot says. Uh, that's great. <laughs> Ties in. Ties in. We've come full circle. Yourself. Perfect. As we do every week, <laughs> almost. Uh, let's let's finish there and talk about then the beers that we have drank this evening. Lucy, out of the two you had, the aptly named Juicy Loose. Uh, no, not even Juicy Lucy. Juicy right, Lucy. Yeah. Amply named Juicy Lucy. They should have called it um, Juicy Lucy. Yeah. Or the Mash Bandicoot, the video game themed one. Did you have a preference? <laughs> yeah, the Mash Bandicoot was. It was good. Um, very enjoyable, you know, pleasant mm. beer. Very much, you know, just good for like conversation. Nice. Just sipping on it, enjoying it. Having a nice conversation, not t- thinking too much about the beer, but it's doing its job. Um, yeah, the, the juicy Lucy is just wasn't what I expected. Like I, I bought it and I didn't even know what style it was. It's like, of course, I'm gonna buy yeah. it, I'm gonna put it on my shelf. It says juicy Lucy. Um, it, yeah, it, when I when I first saw it, it's like when I took it out of the box, I was like, oh, it's a sour. It's like, okay, probably not what I'm you know gonna fancy tonight, but you know. I'll, I'll drink mm-hmm. it anyway. But yeah, it, it really surprised me because, yeah, they pack so much fruit into it. Um, uh, and you can tell that it wasn't anything like no adjuncts, no artificial um, additives or anything like that. It was just purely fruit in it. But that being said, it it wasn't too tart. It was, it had, you know, I'd say it's more sweet than sour, but... Um, yeah, those oats. I think the oats and the lactose um, just capped it off. If they didn't have those, I think it would just be like, yeah, another very fruit-forward, mm. you know, um, fruity sour. You know, we've, we've had plenty on here with that, that, that focus on, like, red berries and stuff like this. But it, as I say, this is what I wish um, milkshake IPAs would taste yeah. like. Because it, it, when you're looking for a milkshake IPA, it doesn't necessarily shout that it's like, Okay, I'm gonna reach for a beer. I want a beer. Yeah, you you want something different. You want something, yeah, you know, a bit jazzy. But this this is like this is a very pleasant tasting beverage. Hmm. Maybe not very beery, but it's a very pleasant tasting beverage, and it, it's just really good. Like it, it it doesn't cut any corners. It it it, it commits fully, and it just does it well. Yeah. And nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll obviously connect play brew 
in Middlesbrough. Mm. Mm. A bit more. Good. Um, and telling them I want my commission for using <laughs> But also, I have to say that can is just... <laughs> mwah. Like, surely you're yeah, going to keep that one around. Yeah, it's very pop arty. Yeah, yeah. Is that, a, is that like a peelable label one? I was looking. I, it is, yeah. Um, nice. But I'm just going to keep the nice. can. Yeah. I mean, having said that, I think the Feel the Casual one I have in the background, you know, there. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. <laughs> Fuck you, algorithm. The, Look, the you people pixels. can read it. Uh, uh, it doesn't matter. Um, uh, <laughs> I realized I was just wasting everyone's time with, like, I can play with blurry thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it in can form. I could have peeled the label off, but I think, yeah. Uh, but now it needs a friend. I need to find a, another apt sort of mm. weird 10. Yeah. Hardcore gamer. Is there any other type of gamer? If you're not hardcore, are you even a gamer? <laughs> hey gamers, hardcore or nothing? I don't think I don't think beers got any chance. There's all the energy drinks are all willing on that. Don't worry about it. Mm, true. Yeah, we need the gamers TM mm. on a can. Hey gamers, we've put taurine into our beer. <laughs> Do you like Stella? What if Stella was? With wings. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I lost. I, I lost it midstream. I was like, I hate this. I hate this premise. It probably will exist in a year. Fucking alcoholic Red the Bull, whatever. Yeah. If it doesn't already. I still have that Fallout beer. That Fallout was it? Was it? Oh yeah, I, I forgot about that one. I can't remember what was it? Nuka yeah, Nuka Cola's the, the the drinking Fallout, isn't it? I can't remember what they called the beer. Mm. I, slurm comes to mind. That's Futurama. Yeah. <laughs> That's future. Oh God! It tasted like slurm. slurm. No, slurm actually tasted good. Actually. Yeah, slurm. It, that beer tasted crap. Yeah, it so. definitely. Yeah. They managed to animate it perfectly, where you're like, "That's disgusting and terrible," but also, I really want to try it. Like, I really want to try. <laughs> oh God, yeah, slurm looks good. I don't care what anyone says. Doesn't matter. It comes out. Of, well, we don't need to go there, but um, yeah. Uh, Slurm looked, looked good. Yeah, and, and and what was it? Popples or whatever? Oh or yeah, like human, uh, popples. Like or no, no, uh, poplars. I'm sure it was the problem poplars. was poplars, which is a riff on Maybe. the trouble with tribbles. Um, <laughs> yes, and yeah, yes. and it was these little babies so who tasty. were chick- basically <laughs> the best, like deep fried scampi slash chicken McNuggets <sighs> or whatever. I and they yeah, so many of them. I would have wiped out that whole race and felt me no guilt because they look so yeah. good. <laughs> Succulent. Uh, Adol, we'll come to you. So Did you have a preference this week from the yes. collab Wiper and True day at all the Pentridge? Uh, oh, it's a tough one. So they're both we went to doing what they're yes. doing. Like, yes? So did you have a preference? Yeah. You're like, yes. Yeah, I have a preference. Oh. And then you're saying Doesn't it's a mean tough the preference one. was easy. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> We're not allowed to say I'm a It's because he's so, you know, ashamed of going down the middle last week. I I, I don't think it's I've true. ever gone down the middle. I think I mean dedicated viewers prove me wrong. I mean, go for it. We're we're on Spotify. You can go through all those episodes. Um, <laughs> uh, I really like the smoke porter. I I think it might have been the fact that I was. I love how subtle it is. I love the fact that I have three, but I was expecting that I could only have one. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. 
So when you grab a 7.6% smoke porter, you're expecting kind of more of a smoke bomb. And while knowing that about this beer now, I'm like, oh, this is really great in interesting ways because I could have it. It could be the beer I choose for the night. Um, but I was a little let down by the fact that it just wasn't as smoky as I wanted it mm. to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also, I mean, it's Wiper and True and Dea together. Like that's almost impossible to beat them generally let alone together uh it's it's such a well-made beer it is exactly i I, so their mixed fermentation ipa i would say is the middle ground of most people's ipas and pale ales and by that i mean it's because because again it's nuanced it's wiper and true it's not doing everything really forcefully um you could, if you like pale ales, you like this. Uh, if yeah. you like IPAs, and the, because of like the taste profile, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a pretty reserved IPA as far as like forcefulness. Mm-hmm. But it, in the in the way that it, it kind of gets away with that because you're fine with sort of a less forceful IPA in a different way than you're like ah the smoked porter is less forceful. Like I honestly think it comes down to they're both nuanced versions of what they could be and the general market will make it like and then some uh and the mixed fermentation ipa just gets like it's just a class where you're allowed to be more reserved uh but also i think yeah the 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 way the taste interplayed was just a little more interesting like i said the stone fruit and the sweetness um, and the slightly tropicaliness, uh, along with the Brett D, just was more rounded than in in the um, Plan D. Mm-hmm. I have to keep looking back because I can't remember what it's called because it's such a non-name. Um, while the Welcome to the Bleak was really good, and it's a smoked porter I could have multiple of, which I didn't think was possible, but it just didn't have quite as much depth. It's yeah. just so it has the nuance but not the depth. Yep. So I I think the Wyvern True Collaboration 18 Plan D okay. with Dea nice. is is my beer of the week. Cool, cool. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm sticking with Bristol for my beer of the week. Uh, going with a good chemistry. Uh, both nice beers. Uh, the Neon Raptor was was very easy. I think that slight uh, a, a critic sweetness that it had to it was just a little bit off putting from the rest of the flavor. Like it, it all came together for a very nice fruity flavor towards the end after showing off um, the different fruits that were in there but the good chemistry uh, balanced that chocolate balanced those roasted notes versus that heat from those chilies and that sweetness very very well like, I, and I, I we we sort of um, sat on our first beers a little bit longer uh, than we did our second and I I absolutely nailed that good chemistry it went back so quickly mm-hmm. and even with me at the beginning saying it's a little bit light it's, a, it's maybe a little bit thin i think it actually added to the ease of drinking perhaps you know it didn't have that body to it didn't have that slight thickness to it which may have made me sup it a little bit slower uh, that's that thinness to it actually benefited the beer at least in terms of me drinking it quite swiftly and I mean, I I very much have both of those beers right now as well. But usually, when you have a chili stout or a chili chocolate stout, you're like one and done. Yeah, that was nice. I really like those flavors. I don't really want any more. 
this was just ridiculously well balanced and very very easy to drink and I could crack another can right now without feeling nice. too overpowered by any of those flavours so it's just very very well balanced and an easy pick even though the Neon Raptor was very very good as well nice. so good beer yeah absolutely week, absolutely it's good yeah. good they're the beers they're the games for us this week if you'd like to talk to us about the beers that you're drinking or the games that you've been playing, you can do so at Tanked Up Cast on most of the socials. You can also go to outoflives.net or outoflivesnet on Twitter as well. Uh, you can catch us here almost each and every day. We have various shows on the Twitch and various shows on our YouTube channel as well as we replicate those over for your viewing pleasure whenever you want to catch up with us, obviously. If you're feeling generous, subscribe in your podcast service of choice, Spotify, iTunes, Pocket Casts, anything. We're on everything. Rate and review us if you've got some time and you feel a little bit generous. I'm at Nova underscore 47. If you'd like to get in touch with me, play some games or something, Lucy is juicy. Yeah, play Final Fantasy (laughs) 14 with them. Yeah, it's coming. Do that. It's if coming. Final Fantasy fourteen. Destroy Final your Fantasy life. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. We're getting material. There. Um, if you crystals, <laughs> chocobos, <laughs> crystals, chocobos. Crystals. What is it with Final Fantasy Cloud crystals? And Sephiroth. No, no, that's just oh. FF seven. This you have to go to the okay. broad Final Fantasy tropes. I said material, and I should do. It's got to be just crystals, crystals and chocobos and political strife. <laughs> They're all in Final yeah, Fantasy you've, fourteen. You've literally exhausted I'll all talk the. About uh, it. I, I mean, I, I wanted yeah. to talk about um, comfort, right? Comfort food in games. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I previously put on an article about Final Fantasy seven on outoflives.net um, about how it was comfort for me during lockdown. Um, so, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Now I've started it. It's just filling in that a little bit as well. So I was going to have a chat about that. We'll yeah. talk about that next week. Um, yes, thank you again, uh, Let's Go to the Grandhouse, for joining us and giving us a little bit of insight into uh, into the game as well. Um, Lucy, if people want to talk to you, mm-hmm. where do they go? Juicy Loose <laughs> 9. <laughs> so, so now you need you need to find eight more tins so then you can have Juicy yes. Loose 9. <laughs> Or you can find me at the bottom of a can. Oh, nice. In, in, yeah. Good. In, just to, in this bleak Pinterest uh, universe. <laughs> hey. <laughs> how, do, how do people talk to you? <laughs> Hopefully politely. Um, yes, yes, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, you can reach me at the on Omniarch on all the things except Twitch where I'm the underscore Omniarch, but I haven't streamed in a while <laughs> I think it's been months but yeah, I might lives, jump back man. on um, yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so that's how you can reach me uh, if you enjoy my streams and, and whatnot, uh, message etc uh, and you can check the VOD on mm-hmm. Twitch or YouTube of my playthroughs of Dracula versus the ninja on the moon Nailed it. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, as well as all kinds of other... Yeah. <laughs> as well as all kinds of other uh, 
games that are, that are new, because I do new games every Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You've been playing the whole gamut of uh, games. Oh, yeah. Very a lot of card games, because that's my, apparently my default, but also... Yeah, but still a lot of... You know, you played... You play everything. Uh, that's, <laughs> everything new. <laughs> that's actually why I like the show, is because... Yeah. Uh, it's like, oh shit! I need a game that's new, <laughs> and sometimes our like keys are not great. And it's like, ah, by not great, I mean it's like not something I am like super enthused on. It's like, oh, I really wanted to play this. It's like, ah, I'll try this. So like, after I played um, Dracula versus etc., uh, I played some tiny shot. Shot. Mm. Thank you. I, I can never remember. Uh, and it's a like twitchy roguelike, which. I'm not good at, but I played for 45 <laughs> minutes, and it was enjoyable, even though I'm sure anyone watching was like, how is he not passing level one? Spoiler <laughs> alert on that VOD, I never passed level one. I did get to the boss several mm, times, big tree, but I never passed level one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's what I like, like, just... I want you to run through every genre of video game there has ever been on that, you know. I, I will do it. We can get a list. Yeah, we get a list going. Yeah, get yourself some potatoes. You got yourself stew. Wait, I can get potatoes. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! Were there potatoes that I could have got but I didn't get to get? <laughs> I don't know. Don't know why I'm thinking about Carl Weathers. Um, that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's a good place for us to finish. If you'd like to talk to us more, you can also come over to the Art of Lives Discord. We can chuck a link up at the end of this. Uh, or come to our Out of Lives Net Twitter to find probably a link to the Discord somewhere in there, maybe. But come and talk to us. Come talk to us about beer. Come talk to us about video games. Come talk to us about movies. Whatever you want to. We are here and we are happy to chat with you. For another week, then, we have been tanked up. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye. Thank you. Who doesn't think about Carl Weathers? I mean, people who are dead inside. But also, ciao. Absolutely. (laughs) www.outoflives.net